Allison. Yes, Evan? If you don't know, then you don't go. So true. Such wise words from our good pal, Chris Harrison, last night. And um, some words from Cher. If I could turn back time. <laughs> well, honestly, if I could turn back time, I would probably change last night's episode. I would probably delete it altogether. Quick side note, I know that song, and I, it's literally been stuck in my head for like a week. Whoa. So finally, we are on the same page. Welcome. Six weeks in on Batch, Please. <laughs> I'm Evan Delaney. And I'm Allison Gunnell. And we are excited to talk to you guys today a little bit about last night's episode. A little bit about Just last a little bit because episode. it's kind of lackluster, but we've got some great stuff today we're we talking do. with. We have a really fun guest today, very unique, but known to a lot of people in Bachelor Nation. We're going to be talking with Reality Steve today. So I was completely ignorant to who this guy was Um Probably about two weeks ago. Yes. As I am to most of these people yes. in this universe. This is true. Um, Reality Steve is very polarizing figure in Bachelor Nation, but in one way or another, pretty much everyone I'd say knows who he is, either because they love his spoilers and they can't wait for them to come out, or because they try to avoid his spoilers at all costs, or maybe a little mix of both, which is kind of where I fall on the spectrum, I'd say. I, I've been in the camp of trying to avoid spoilers so talking to him today might be weird. Maybe I won't even say anything to him. Maybe you'll just Maybe plug your ears talk. the whole time just, just in case. Just the entire time. Another thing we're going to do today is talk about the Bachelor in Paradise yes. cast, which was revealed so yesterday. Um, partially if you watch Good Morning America or if you were into the Grand Hotel, yep, which that's ABC where you got is your just stuffing down releases. our eye holes. <laughs> I would have to say, I know we'll talk about it more later, but I would say I predicted at least like 90% of these people. Based on the construct of how you described the show, I think it was pretty easy to pick some of these people, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. And again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Literally until August 5th, I cannot wait for you to watch this I'm show. I'm so excited. We're, we're thinking about planning a live watch and recap Yes. Um, so we'll see if that comes to fruition or not. Mostly because I want to see your reaction to how crazy and different the show is um and lastly we will be answering some fan questions we, we sure have. are so if you guys want to reach out to us feel free to do so on our twitter instagram or on email yep we are at batch please pod on twitter and instagram and we are batch please pod at gmail.com so reach out let us know if you have any questions we'd love to answer them all right let's let's get through <sighs> last night last night between we had a lot of stuff going on between the constant interruptions because there was a lot of bad storms around us kind of far away from us but in the area to the fact that the weather people were interrupting yeah which, safety very important but we missed a big chunk of yeah. the episode so if you watch in the cincinnati uh market which is where we're from yeah there were some some heavy storms about 50 miles away the weatherman cut in to talk about a possible tornado which yes Go ahead. Tell about the tornado. Let people know to get to their basements, et cetera, et cetera. Safety first. Then he just started talking about rain. And then it was like, come on, dude. We're miss- we missed the juiciest part of the episode. I know. I was so disappointed. We missed when she went in and just went off on the guys. Yeah. I wanted to see it. Now, as a good Batch Police host, I watched it this morning on the ABC app. Wow. So dedicated. Much sounds, more dedicated than I like am. like you didn't. Well, they did a basically recap thing in the middle of the episode, so true. you did kind of get to see it then. True, so but we know I still who, saw We know it. who's working hard here on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so we pick up from last week on the one-on-one where Hannah is saying to Luke P., I cannot give you this rose. Yeah, that is where we were left off. And Luke P., you know, looked at her shocked, so shocked, which how at this point 
He possibly could be shocked and asked her, you know, so does this mean I'm going home tonight? And she said, yes, that's what it means. She gave him a hug. She specifically word for word said to him, I want you to respect this decision. And, and then he does the opposite. He literally disrespected every part of the decision. He did not respect any of it because he left, wandered around the woods or whatever, and then came back. Yeah. It was so weird. Back. He came back. They they continued their conversation. And as Hannah said, they continued to talk in circles. And even as he was trying to express himself more emotionally and really, quote unquote, open up, he continued to talk in these circles and he finally took blame for the date, which is, I think, what allowed ultimately him to stick around. But still, I mean, I don't care if he took blame or not. It was so, so far gone at that point that I genuinely cannot understand. She must have some absolute magnetic attraction to this guy because they're on paper and from us, like as viewers watching it, there is just literally no way and no reason why he should still be here at all. Yeah. So he comes back to the house. He, With no rose. First of all, he's so bad at reading a room. Oh, God. Like he comes yes. in and just explains the situation, everything that happened to the guys. And Grant's trying not to laugh, which was hilarious. But just the way that he presents information to these guys he clearly doesn't understand the temperature of the of them in the room. Not a lot of self-awareness happening with Luke P. at Definitely all. Definitely not his strength. That takes us over until the next day where we have the cocktail party. Correct? Really quick, before the cocktail party, there was that really weird scene of him going to church. Oh, yeah, where yeah, Where he, yeah. like, walked into this beautiful church that he just, like, opened the doors. He walked in. He's only in there. He kneels down to pray, I assume, and then left. Yeah. Like that was that was a very dramatic scene just to try to circle back to his opening that he had found his religion and faith and everything, which it was just kind of, I don't know, it was kind of weird. It felt kind of out of place. And he was in the middle of being a complete douchebag. And yep. it was like, oh, but I'm going to go pray real quick. And it just, I think it was weird. I yeah. thought it was so weird. It was definitely strange. We get to the cocktail party. Hannah is looking amazing. We hear, oh, my God. We hear Mike go, sheesh, <laughs> which is more points for Mike, as continues to be the case each and every week. Yes, yeah, she looks amazing. It might have been one of my favorite looks for her in general. Like She's, She was killing it. Um, she originally had a very good chat with Garrett. That was kind of like the beginning. It of, started off strong. It started off great, and Garrett got a lot of brownie points with her. She was very impressed with him, and he's really opened up over the past couple of weeks to her. And she seems really comfortable with him. Like, And, you know, based on the previews we saw, it seems that Garrett's going to be sticking around. They're going to, you mm-hmm. know, continue their relationship. And I like Garrett. Yeah, I do too. I like and him a lot. He was preseason pick for I me. I know. I know. Um, I like him a lot. I'm kind of wary after that, after where this episode kind of went, because then starts to talk about Luke. And I think yeah. that's that's a common theme that Hannah is really tired with. Yeah, and I think it's frustrating because as a viewer, we're like, well, Hannah, what the hell are you doing? Like, this guy is nuts. But if you try to put yourself in Hannah's shoes for a second, she wants to make the decisions for herself. She doesn't want all the guys trying to make her decisions for her. Which is great. Yeah, I I mean, she's a very strong, very strong woman. Like, she wants to make the decisions based off of her own findings, not what the guys in the house say. Mostly, I think, because of her own experience on Colton's season. And she got kind of a bad reputation mm-hmm. for a little bit she did. because of the feuding with Kaylin. And she understands firsthand how some of that chatter 
can get a little out of hand and isn't all necessarily the truth. Now, I'm not defending Luke P at all, but I get from Hannah's point of view why she's like, please shut up about this. Let me, like, I'm a big girl. Let me decide on this for myself. You guys need to just focus on our relationships. Otherwise, this is completely pointless. One thing that happened after that, Garrett leaves and goes back to the group of guys, and he asked Hannah previously, like, did Luke mention any of us after I explicitly told him not to? She explains what happened, that he did mention some guys, kind of out of her asking, though. Right. So then Garrett starts talking to Luke, and in front of all the guys, we explicitly told you not to say our names, and here you go. Did you say it? And then Luke goes, well, yeah, I talked about you and you and you and you and you, and specifically Mike, Devin, and Dylan were the names that he brought up to Hannah. Yeah, which if you – I thought it was so funny. You could kind of see in the corner Mike just smiling so big and laughing so hard when his name got mentioned. But I felt kind of mixed about it because, again, no defense to Luke P. at all. But Hannah had straight up told him, like, told Garrett, you know, Mm -hmm. Luke wasn't just randomly saying names. I specifically asked him. They weren't in a negative context. Yep. And then Garrett t- kind of took it upon himself to come back to the larger group. And he's like, guys, guess what Luke said? He started digging his own grave. Yeah, and it kind of really backfired a little bit because Hannah got really, really pissed off a few times within a few minutes. Yeah, she came in. Originally, she was talking to Connor, and she was like, excuse me, i got to go handle this. Poor Connor got totally screwed. <laughs> it's he, like, it kind of worked out for him, though, because he was away from the that's situation. True. That's a good point. So I think who benefited from being silent almost this entire time was Connor, Mike, who did not say a word. And Peter. Peter. Jed really didn't talk that much. He he gave a little note at the end. Yeah. More so about yeah. like, oh, my God, we, we've messed this up. Um, yeah. Tyler C. didn't say anything. Yeah. So, like, the guys who are All the favorites, in pretty honestly. good standing already. <laughs> yeah. um, but because didn't... that's smart. They're being smart. Even if no matter what side of the argument you're on, if you're heard fighting and arguing and acting that way towards other people in general, and Hannah can hear you, she obviously cares about everyone in that room. So if you're going to tear any of them down, she's going to be pissed about it. Yeah, and I think the one who caught the largest brunt was Devin. He got fucking reamed. I know. I felt kind of bad for him because I, I don't. I think it just was kind of like a wrong place, wrong time kind of thing for him. Yeah. And I think he handled it really well. He didn't try to argue. He just, you know, said he understood. But it kind of felt like a child being scolded. Yep. By his mother a little bit. It was. It was kind of uncomfortable. And I. I honestly think that he kind of caught some of the brunt of Hannah's anger because he just happened to be the one speaking. Like I. I don't. I don't think he meant to do that at all. Yeah. Yeah. So Hannah leaves the room. Then they continue to talk about the situation. Right. Like, did we not learn, fellows? Like, come on. They definitely did not learn. This is when she just downs the rest of her wine. So meme-worthy, man. And she comes out. It. Oh, yeah. It got to a point where it's not entertaining anymore. It kind of well, got boring I to think me. they're. I think the whole Luke P. storyline is getting so played out where it's not even a storyline. It's the entire story. Yeah. I mean – it's barely even about Hannah trying to find love. It's barely even about her relationships that she's formed with other men. It is literally now just the Luke P. drama fest. Yeah. And it's becoming, you know, a lot. It's becoming too much where I didn't even want to keep watching it. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat as you. Um, ultimately, she just goes off on them again. This leads into the road cer- rose ceremony. Yeah, tough time for a rose ceremony. You could yeah. tell she was just like not into the rose ceremony. Yeah. 
she was not into it. And even afterwards, she was she said to the remaining men, all right, time to talk. Like, let's get this straight. So she was not having yeah. it. So the guys that we lost, not very surprising, I would say. Devin definitely saw that one coming. Yeah, yeah, he was he was not set up for success last night in general. But I also felt like they had probably one of the weaker, if not the weakest relationship. Yeah. Kevin is gone. Yeah. Which yeah. also not surprising. He yeah. hadn't even kissed her yet. If you haven't done it at this point, it's over. You're probably out. You're done. I don't think Devin has either, to be honest with you. Which is probably why he also left. Yeah. Um, also haven't seen Grant, our boy, our friend, Ben yeah, Higgins' our favorite. Yeah, Ben was a big Grant fan, so he last week was telling us he liked him. But honestly, Grant was kind of a background player for me. Like, I, I didn't really even know who he was the whole time. Yeah. So not really a big shock there. Yeah, he's been making the rounds, actually, on, like, television today. So Has he really? Grant. Come on the pod. Yeah, come Love along. To have you. Come on, Grant. But yeah, you're 100% right. You alluded to it earlier. Hannah pretty upset. She gives the boys. I keep calling the them boys. the boys. I just the have boys. a theme of calling them the boys. <laughs> that sounds so weird. Please it really don't does. Do that. I'm going to keep doing it. She gives them basically a last warning of get your shit together. I'm done with all of this. Which Do I don't you... blame her at all. No, I don't either. It's getting ridiculous. There's only nine left, and which is crazy that we're already at nine. But once yeah. it's under 10, is when things start getting like ramping up yep. because she now has relationships pretty solidly with all of these men. I yeah. would say of the remaining, Dustin is probably the weakest link. Yeah. Just I think haven't Dylan seen a lot well. of, yeah, Dustin and Dylan both, but besides those two, she has like already strong relationships with the other seven. Yeah. So things are, I mean, it's becoming way more serious, way more quickly. Yeah. And I think she's really sick of it. And on the other hand though, I'm like, if you're really sick of it, send Luke be home and it'll be over. Yeah. The the main progression of the episode basically ends there. They go off to Latvia, which very interesting decision. Yeah, on and, a place. And Dylan even said like, "I've never been here before." Which why would he? No, who's gone them. to Latvia? Guaranteed, if anyone has gone there, it's Peter. Literally because he's Probably, a pilot. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the only one that maybe went there. Yeah, I would agree with that. And then well, the we ep- wouldn't even know they were there. They could have been in anywhere in the whole entire world because no one saw any of it because it was. Still just all about Luke P. So yes, they could have been anywhere. Um, the rest of the episode just became a, a Chris and Hannah sit down. Yeah, it's because Chris is the only sane person on the show ever. So he had to, you know, kind of pull Hannah aside, give her some advice. They had kind of a tearful, you know, emotional sit down together um, while in Latvia. Yeah. And he kind of, you know, was just saying to her what's going on. You know, this has become kind of a Luke P show. I know you like him is this going to work? Do you have any hope left that this is, this is what's going to work for you? And she honestly did not know in that moment. She was like, why is this so hard? I don't think this has been this hard for other people. And it's like, I'm not even enjoying myself anymore because Mm -hmm. of what this has become. And you feel kind of bad. Yeah. She really begins to question the mechanics of the show, which is honestly extremely rational. I'm kind of glad she's questioning it. I, I don't really trust people when they go in like, this is normal. This is how people are supposed to date. Like, yeah. no, it is not. Yeah. And we leave Latvia and then we go a little bit into the future where it's Chris and Hannah at the Bachelor Mansion, presumably pretty far into the season, if not already over. And it turns into like a recap and a preview thing. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Uh, I mean, I appreciated the little recap of the part that we missed due to the weather. Yeah. But other than that, I mean... I also liked the little deleted scenes of like being goofy and like Mike ripping his pants and stuff. Like that was funny. I did think the, the super awkward were Jonathan kiss. Oh, oh my that was. God. Oh, I was cringing hardcore yeah. during hey, that. Hey, if you don't know, then you don't go. Oh, as I God. said earlier, that was awful. But I mean, the rest of it, it was just kind of like 
why? Why? I want to see more action. This is taking too much I time. I just thought that ABC should have just put on Grand Hotel an hour earlier I and called it a day. I just really thought you were going to talk about Cam when you were like, yeah, ABC. I no, didn't, no. It just sorry. my mind went right there. We'll get so to So sorry. Oh, I know. Um, a couple of things from the, the sit down first. I thought at some point Luke P was going to walk in and go, can I steal you for a second? Right. That kind of would have been, been hilarious. It would have been really funny, especially since the season is over. Like that would have yeah. been funny. Yeah. But also she said Luke P was the best kisser. Yeah. Which to me is kind of weird just because at the time she filmed that with Chris Harrison, you got to assume the season's over. She's probably engaged. Yeah. And probably not to Luke P. So it's super Hopefully weird not. that after all the stuff that's gone down and all the stuff in the preview that we'll talk about in a second, she still was like kind of googly eyed or talking about mm-hmm. the fact that Luke P was the best kisser. Yeah. So after the whole, the bloopers, the recaps, this is the Pruder film of the uh, the takedown at the rugby game. We go into a preview of what's to come. Oh wait, before that, when she accidentally called Scott Marcus. Oh yeah, that was it. so funny. That, these I are more dying. the reasons why I love Hannah. I she think literally so... angrily goes, "Marcus has a girlfriend. He's out of here." And the guys are like, "You mean Scott?" And she loses it. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, but like so relatable and weird. Like what a weird thing. And I wondered where they were going with it. When they showed her little video of her being like, oh, look yeah. at this zit. I was like, where are we going with this? This is kind of weird. And it was worth it. It was hilarious. I, I agree. It was just she's a human. And that's right. the best feature that's been shown throughout the entire series so far is that Absolutely. she's one of the most human reality TV people I've seen. Well, yeah. Not and then they showed her – <laughs> right, not that you're you know, a seasoned reality show vet. But, and then after when they showed the little clip of her like playing with the birds. Yeah. It was, she was like, sorry, I just had to, um, you know, do something important really quick. Like, those are things I think are really funny. And the bird thing was weird for sure. Yeah. Um, but it's just, that's what I like about her, that she's weird. Yeah. And that she does weird stuff that you don't see a lot of bachelors and bachelorettes doing because people want to have a more polished, you know, view. Yeah. And she is just kind of like, don't care. Yeah. This is me. I want to see more of that in the future. So hopefully we get it. Um, we are going to see more of Luke P in the future. I am already like heated. I am heated already about the whole thing that my prediction, you know, we see them sitting down and he's talking about the marriage bed being pure. And it looks like he's kind of shaming her a bit, Mm -hmm. a lot. And it seems from the preview, again, I know this is from the preview, that that might be the thing that finally pushes her over the edge. God, I hope so. And as you and I were kind of discussing earlier off the podcast, what it looks like and what I think is that maybe... Hannah does have like an intimate relationship with someone before fantasy suites come about. Mm-hmm. And then Luke gets wind of it and thinks that he has some sort of right to explain to Hannah. He thinks that that's not okay, yeah. which it looks like Hannah is going to be very, very firm in her opinion on that as she totally should be. Yeah. So I'm interested, but also kind of dreading to see that play out. Cause I feel like it's going to make me so angry. Yeah. It's he's just insufferable. There are a couple suitors that she'll probably get pretty physical with that might be yes. the subject of Luke's ire. Um, Tyler C. for sure. She's she very into Tyler C. Fantasy Suites. No Absolutely. Doubt. And Jed for sure. Probably, probably Peter. Peter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably Peter. I mean, Peter still kind of got a little bit of a teddy bear vibe, but I think he's 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 coming out of it a little bit. I think he's, yeah, he's trying. <laughs> I would agree with that. Okay. So we did not get another rose ceremony from the previous <sighs> one. But we, not. we are going to come in with our roses. 
Yes, we sure are. I'll go first this time. Usually Please you go first. Do. And okay, you go you, first. You usually don't like to. No, I don't. And I'll I'm always flustered, so you go. Okay, so this first one is called the exactly what we were feeling, Rose. <laughs> goes to Hannah when she was chugging that wine. Felt the same way, girlfriend. Agreed. We did not enjoy that entire night. I agree. And so why my first rose is the Sanity Rose, which only goes to Chris Harrison because oh. he was the only person who made any sense and had any sound judgment yep. from the entire episode. Makes sense. Totally. My Tom Petty Rose is going to go to Garrett because he just kept saying, sorry, guys, I was petty. Oh Didn't mean to be God. so petty. So Tom Petty Rose, rest in peace. Go to Garrett. All right. Interesting. And my second rose, which has a little more anger behind it, is the patience is a virtue rose, which I give to myself for having to watch that stupid, dumb episode last night. So, so much of a waste of time. The whole second hour, waste of time, not into it. I watched it anyway. I will never not watch it, Mm -hmm. but just have to throw that out there. That is true. I think they could air just about anything for two hours and call it Bachelor Bachelorette. I'm probably going to end up watching it. Oh, yeah. 100% I'm going to watch it. Every, you don't know how many times I've said I think a lot of people have been like, I'm never watching this show again, and I here I am. back for more. So one other interesting thing about a preview that we saw, which I'm interested to see what you thought of it, was that someone has a ring and they Luke. are going to propose. And I 100% think that she sends Luke home after the whole sex-shaming situation. And then I think because he literally can't listen or respect other people's decisions, I think he's going to come back Yeah, wherever they are. I don't know if they're – and they're probably not in the mansion. They're probably a different country. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get a ring. He's going to come back, and he's going to try to propose to her, and she's going to freak out and be really mad. And I think that's what's going to happen. I can't see it being anyone else but Luke right now. It's It seems pretty off-brand for just about everybody. It seems 100% on-brand for Luke. So I, 100%. I think, I think we are both right on that. But we'll see when it happens. Who knows? We sure will. Hopefully we don't see any spoilers of that. But speaking of spoilers, yeah. I think it's time to talk to our pal Reality Steve. Let's get him on, Steve. All right, everyone. So we mentioned it earlier today. We are so excited to welcome our special guest today, Reality Steve. Welcome, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming. We're so excited to have you. We have so many questions for you. We're going to try to narrow it down. Um, First and foremost, we want to start with what kind of drew you to reality TV sleuthing, especially for The Bachelor shows? How did this all come about? So it started all back on an email back in 2003. And I was recapping the Joe Millionaire reality show, which in its time was like one of the first like prank reality shows ever. And I wrote a recap of it because I was so fascinated by they were tricking these girls into thinking that this guy was going to inherit $300 million when he made 20 grand a year. And then he was going to tell them at the end it was the, it was the like, is it really love or is it money that these women are after once they find out that he's not rich? Um, so it was really interesting. And this is also back in 2003. This is the advent of reality television. So... Yeah, you see that now. You'd be like, okay, everyone would be in on the on the joke or whatever. They'd know or they'd find out. But back then, this was new. So I just wrote a recap to three of my friends every week, just giving my thoughts on the show. And then they would forward it on to people unbeknownst to me. And then I would be getting emails every week. Can I be on your Joe Millionaire email list? And I'd be like, who sent you this? And the person they would tell me, I wouldn't even know who they are. So I, I saw it was getting passed around. 
And then once Joe Millionaire ended, I was getting, what's the next show you're going to cover? And I said, well, what's the next dating show out there? And it happened to be Trista's season of The Bachelorette. There had been two Bachelor seasons that had aired, seasons one and two. I didn't watch them. I was aware of it, but I never saw them. So I was just like, all right, I'll just cover The Bachelorette. And that was the first season that I ever wrote about. And ever since then, I've basically written an episode recap for every single episode this franchise has aired since then. Wow. So you really go way back to the beginning of this whole thing. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it's um, I, I mean, it's, it's amazing to think I've been doing this for literally 14 years. The, spoil, the spoiling stuff didn't come along until 2009. So I was just writing and making fun of the show from 2003 to 2009, just, you know, not making any money. I, about, about a year after doing it through email, I said, I need to do a website because people were emailing me saying, your email got sent to my spam or I didn't get it. So I was like, I just need to do a website and put all my articles up there and people can just read it. So I don't have to worry about sending out a mass email every Tuesday morning or whenever the show was airing back then. I think it was Wednesdays back then. So how did you go from doing recaps to becoming this source for spoilers? I, that, that evolution is really interesting to me. Yeah, it happened in 2009 with Jason Mesnick's season. Uh, somebody that knew I had a following and had written for the show, well, not for the show, written about the show for the longest time, just had some information regarding the whole Jason chose Melissa but then dumped her at a private taping of the After the Final Rose and asked Molly to date. And someone told me about it that happened to know it. And I was like, wow, that's new. And so I teased it on my site for about a month or so. And then about two weeks before the that finale aired, I told everybody what it was. And... You know, no one had any reason to believe me because I had never given a spoiler before. And it was just one of these things where I wasn't going to be vindicated until that finale aired. And it did. And the rest is history. Ever since then, it's just people like to tell me stuff. And, um, you know, as you know, it's certainly different now. I mean, the Jason season aired in 2009, in 2019 now. I mean, 2009 was before Twitter, Instagram, really Facebook. Facebook. just running out. So now it's just, I don't want to say it's easier, but I get a lot more things sent to me now than I did in 2009. Oh, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense because now you have DMs and people probably tweet stuff you directly, pictures that they, you know, capture on their phones while they're out seeing dates being filmed. And I mean, honestly, it's a lot of crowdsourcing stuff. I mean, yeah. let's face it, ABC has sort of embraced the spoilers the last few years because they do public dates where there's an audience there and you see it like, for example, I mean, this season, um, Hannah's date with Tyler in Rhode Island where everybody was there and they had the private concert with Jake Owen and everyone's just sitting there on their phones. Like, yeah, but that's, I mean, to me, you know, that, that date happened back in early April. And it's like, to me, that's not really a spoiler because if the whole public is seeing it and anybody can post that on Instagram, I mean, technically, I guess it's a spoiler, but I guess what you can say is, there are other spoilers that are way more important than others. Showing, Knowing that they're asking fans to come out for a group date, they know it's going to be spoiled. They're not trying to hide that. So that's just information, basically, to store away. But, yeah, um, it's, uh, it's certainly becoming a lot more where you get a lot more. I get a lot more sent to me, for sure. 
do you watch the show yourself? Are you just kind of in for the spoilers or do you find that you still enjoy it when you watch it? What's that kind of like for you? Oh, no, I'm well past the the idea of enjoying the show. Um, it's my job. I incorporated myself back in August of 2011. So this August will be eight years that Reality Steve LLC has been my job. And um, it's it's work to me. I don't if I if I wasn't making money off this show and I wasn't making money off my website and my podcast, I for sure would not be watching the show. It just doesn't interest me in the least bit. I don't like it. I just report on it. I the, the thing that I like about what I do and I like about the show in general is being the spoiler guy. I like when people when I like knowing that I'm the only site on the internet that continually season in and season out gives people information that they won't get anywhere else and that certainly helps my traffic and traffic drives uh income and that's how it works so i'm happy about that i really think it's cool that i'm able to do that but as for the show itself i don't care who the person who the bachelor or the bachelorette chooses i don't care if they break up two weeks after the finale or if they get married it's it's irrelevant to me that's not what my job is my job is to report What's going to happen before you see it happen and any inside information I can give along the way as well. That's so interesting. To me, that's like a basketball writer who hates basketball. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't hate anything. I just have way more shows that I would rather watch than this one. Like, I just think it's, and I think you can tell that in my writing over the years. I mean, even when I started writing about this show in 2003, when, when I, spoilers weren't even a thing for me back then it was just me making fun of the show because it's so easy to make fun of it's so contrived it's so manipulated it's so um it's just so easy to make fun of and the more we see it especially in recent seasons we see a lot of the same type of characters to me and i say it a lot to me the show is the same exact thing every single season just with a different cast outside of the one person that they carry over as the new lead but it's the same stuff you get the same it's the concept and the formula is the same. We're going to go on dates. We're going to have group dates. We're going to have one-on-one dates with roses and there's going to be drama in the house and that drama will play out and people will watch. And that's what it is. And we'll try, you know, and obviously we'll travel to places that, that are exotic and are really cool. Sometimes some seasons, I can't really say that for Becca's. Um, but you know, they'll, they'll go to really cool places that, you know, are paying to paying ABC to have their city and or country featured on the show. So that I that if anybody had the information that I did, they would be doing the same thing I would. You'd be stupid not to. That's what the, that's the fun part to me. So cool. you, you kind of mentioned your credibility and the fact that when you first started with Jason Mesnick, which that is quite the spoiler to kind of launch all of this on. Um, and now, you know, you're kind of known as the most credible, probably the only credible spoiler source for The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Have you ever received a tip or something that you've spoiled that ended up being really off base? Like, you know, not just like one week to the next week off, but anything really off? Or just wrong. Yeah, or just flat out wrong. Oh, yeah. No, I've, there's been I mean, endings that I've gotten wrong. I was able to correct them before the finale aired. So to me, it was you know wrong temporarily. But the biggest thing is get it right before the season airs. And there's only been one season where I had it wrong from beginning to end in, ter- in terms of just the ending. Like I had everything else right. Eliminations, dates, all that stuff, roses. But I got the ending wrong. And that was Desiree season. And that was something that um, 
to this day, I still really don't know what happened. Um, but there have been three seasons since then where I, or is it two? I can't remember. I know Caitlin and Rachel definitely come to mind where I initially said at the beginning of the season before the first episode aired, here's Caitlin's finale. Here's how it ends. And here's Rachel's finale. Here's how it ends. And I was wrong on those, but Caitlin, I was able to correct within a month because she spoiled it herself on her Snapchat when she accidentally released her in bed with Sean. And then Rachel, I was able to correct like two or three weeks after I initially posted it. So it was like one week into the season. I was like, no, she's, um, I initially said that she was with Peter, but uh, she ended up with Brian. So, um, now in terms of the wrong information, it's funny because I was having this conversation with somebody today. I really don't think, and maybe I can, I think it happened maybe once and it might've been Desiree season. I don't know where the information I was given was wrong. And I think the person who gave me the information purposely gave me wrong information. Oh, that guy was wanted to ask that. Do yeah. you ever get any red herrings? Yeah. Th- there, there's the other times that I've been wrong where, and, and maybe I've been wrong about other small things like a date or a rose or something like that, where the person giving me the information had no reason to, you know, weren't, weren't purposely giving me wrong information. It's just what they were led to believe. And ultimately it falls on me because I'm the one that's posting it. So, um, I don't ever chew them out or be like, what are you doing? I might say like, Hey, where did you get this again? Cause it looks like it's wrong. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't get mad or anything like that. I really think it's only happened one time where someone literally went out of their way to purposely give me wrong information in hopes that I post it versus when I have posted other stuff wrong in the past. It was just given to me under the impression that it was right and what they were hearing and what they were being told was correct. And they just happened to have the information they were given was wrong. So then obviously if they relayed to me, it's still wrong, but um, it wasn't done with malicious intent when you do release your your information whether it be right or wrong has there ever been any open backlash from abc oh yeah um i was sued twice and it's been a while since i've been um sued so (laughs) they've kind of they've kind of kept out of my hair for the most part um but i was sued back in 2011 and it was it was my fault. I had reached out to contestants after they had gotten home from filming and offered money. And they, you know, turned over my um, exchange with them to production. And so they had a, they had a thing to go after me for. And then, but we settled, nothing, you know, nothing came of it. We had a settlement agreement. And then about six months later, there was, there was an issue that it came to a head again and they thought I, Violated the agreement. I didn't think I did, but I didn't want to fight it. So I was just like, all right, fine. And it was, it was, it had to do with bachelor and paradise. It had to do with bachelor pad season. I think either one or two, I think it was two. And, um, but ever since then, they've pretty much left me alone. So I'm fine with it. So they'd never done the opposite where they might've offered you an olive branch or proposed some sort of let's work together type of thing. No, they ne- and they never will. It's just, I mean, my side has been out there for this. This is now 10 years. I've been spoiling the show consistently. Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor Pad, Bachelor in Paradise. You go and read any interview with Chris Harrison outside of one that I, that happened, I think last year, any interview that he's done, any interview you read with someone in production or the creator of the show, Mike Fleiss, my name will never come up. And yet my name is 
symbolic with this franchise yeah. to the internet crowd, not the everyday crowd. I still think I'm still a minority in the minority of does the majority of the fan base know about me, but the internet crowd certainly does. And it's just never brought up. And there's a reason for that because they don't want to draw attention to me because there's really nothing they can say. They can't say, oh yeah, that guy's good. He gets us every season. And they're not going to say, well, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about because that would be a flat out lie because it's there to where you can see my track record. So it's, I'm just never brought up. I'm persona non grata to these people. They don't bring me up at all. And I get it. I get why they don't. But they'll never reach out to me because they know that's basically almost like raising the white flag. And they're never going to admit that they're getting beat by a one-man operation out of Dallas, Texas. It's just not going to happen. I think with the, the growing adaptation of just people online, whether it be on Reddit, Twitter, or just scrolling through their phones, um, I think the, the show itself has gotten a lot stronger. Concurrently, your, your site's probably gotten stronger too as well. Yeah, I mean, everyone talks about... And this comes up every year when Colton was named The Bachelor. Oh, why they choose Colton? He's terrible. Why not Jason? Why not Blake? And then, oh, why they choose Hannah? Why not Hannah G or Demi? Or It's the same thing every season. Everybody says they hate the lead, and then you look at the ratings, and they're solid every season. It's just like it just literally goes in one ear and out the other for me when someone says, I'm not going to watch because I hate that person or I don't like them. It's like, great. Nobody cares that you're not watching. Um, your friends are going to watch, and – you don't watch, great, you're one person. And even if your group of 50 friends don't want to watch, there's still millions of others that will. So why do I... And honestly, the people that are so loud and boisterous about how much they aren't watching because they don't like that person, the more the more loud they are on social media of how much they're not watching, the more I think that they are. Because if they're that loud to voice it numerous times, it means they're interested and they want to be a part. Because it's... This show is more about just having a conversation and, and in pop culture. If like all your friends are watching, but yet you don't like, you know, let's take for example Hannah this season. Like, you don't like Hannah from last season. You don't like her accent, or you think she's stupid, or whatever. That she got so much criticism for that. That oh, I don't understand her. She can't even carry a conversation. You know, if all your friends are watching, you're still gonna watch because you want to be able to talk about it with them. You don't want to be the one left out and has no idea what everyone's talking about. So you'll watch and follow along, and that's all the show cares about, is getting a reaction out of people. Whether it's positive or negative, it's when you're indifferent to the show and don't care, that's when ABC is in trouble. But so many people have an opinion about this show, whether it's good or bad, and the show thrives off hate-watching. They know that people are tweeting about it every Monday for two hours, and it's trending on Twitter worldwide. That's all they care about. I think it's definitely one of the last little fragments of monoculture we have. And I think Game of Thrones was, was one of those. Did you ever get any spoilers on that? No. I've never, gotten a sh- I've never gotten a spoiler, really, about any other show ever. Reality or... Um, or is fiction or drama and I, or the and Avengers. I don't, I, don't <laughs> yeah. and I don't want it because there are other shows out there. Like, I've said this a lot, and it's just funny because people don't... I think it's weird or they, 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 they find it hard to believe, but I don't want to be spoiled about anything in my life. I don't read the end of a book first. I don't want to know going into a movie what happens. This is the only thing that I care about spoiling. And you take my favorite shows. I, didn't, I wasn't a Game of Thrones person, never watched anything. So I didn't, you know, I, I, it, that didn't matter to me if I got spoiled or not because I didn't watch the show. But any of my favorite shows, I don't want to know what happens because I, it, I'm just that way. But with this... I think I just 
don't care about the spoiling because the end result and what I'm spoiling isn't some major boffo news. It's like, great, you're going to find out about a couple that's probably going to break up within three to six months. Like the end result is not some major thing as opposed to, you know, Survivor. It's a it's a million dollar prize. And if you knew the ending of Survivor, then you would know kind of you can work your way backwards and realize it would ruin a lot for you. And I Survivor is my favorite reality show of all time. I never want to read one spoiler about Survivor. People have sent me stuff in the past. The second I read like a first sentence where it looked like it's heading that way, I delete the email. I, I don't want to know. Well, I think, that's, I think that's really interesting because I kind of feel the same about literally every show except The Bachelor as well. Like I don't mind sometimes this being spoiled. Like this season I actually tried to make an active effort to not – but I mean, I follow I follow you on Twitter and have for years because I'm interested in hearing about it. It's and it's not going to stop me from watching it. So even when I you know read the spoilers and see the pictures and see it, I still am going to watch it. So it's like you get to enjoy kind of having that little bit of extra information that you know, and you also still get to watch the show. I don't feel like it really takes that much away from it, but you feel like you have you know a little bit extra information. Yeah, I call it Bachelor 101. You're watching the show, even though you know what happens, you still want to see it play out. And, you know, I know a lot about the show and I reveal a lot about the show, but I don't know every single detail and every conversation that happens. So, you know, the basics, you know, who's getting dates, who's getting roses, who's getting eliminated each episode. But there's so much more to an episode than just that. So I'm here to just give you almost like a Cliff Notes version of each episode. And then you watch it and realize, oh, okay, this is what happens and you get to see everything play out. But yeah, I don't think the spoiling aspect of it, if anything, it adds to the show. And I think the show knows that by now. I think when I first started doing it, they were probably pissed off more so than they are now. Now they've just kind of come to embrace it. Well, yeah, I mean, because at this point it's not affecting their ratings. You know, it almost makes it people more excited because then they know what to look for and they're wondering, oh, when is this going to happen? Oh, I know that next week this thing happens. I can't wait to see it. I mean, I think that was part of the lawsuit back in the day. Like for them to win a lawsuit against me, they would have to prove damages. And I don't know how they would ever have been able to prove my lawyer told me that like they'd never be able to prove damages that you're damaging the show. Uh, I mean, how could you prove something like that? You, I mean, the biggest thing I think would be ratings yeah. and the ratings never dip because I give spoilers. So I, I you know, you can't pinpoint it and you can, what are you going to do? Survey a bunch of people and subpoena a bunch of people, average Joe around the world to come to a, sit on the stand and say, yeah, I didn't watch the show this season because reality Steve spoiled it. Like, Okay, well, to be to be conscious of your time, because I think if we keep talking to you, we're going to get some spoilers out of know, you, I and know. I don't want that. I, like, want it, but don't at the same time. <laughs> so, Steve, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. We really appreciate it. All right, talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye. All right. Well, that was super interesting. We got a lot of very honest information and really unique angles. Really fascinating how he works and how he doesn't really like the show. Yeah, I thought that was super interesting that he doesn't watch the show, but he obviously has an appreciation for the show because it's basically made a lot of his career. He's a key player in the Bachelor Nation, whether whether you guys like it or not. Right. He is. Right. He's hard to avoid. Even if you don't want to see his spoilers, you're going to see him. I've Until just now, I've done a pretty good job avoiding him. Yeah, and it was interesting. He asked us if we wanted to hear spoilers, and it 
Took everything I had to say no, but we said no. You're welcome, guys. I stood my ground. I really wanted to know. He's, I mean, he's pretty credible. I believe yeah. what I see from him because yeah. he has the sources. So. But definitely thanks to Steve for coming on and yes, telling thank us you. about his process and all those things. Pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, that was awesome. All right, so we're going to talk about Paradise, but first we have a word from Spotify. All right, so now let's talk about my favorite thing to talk about ever. Yes. Bachelor in Paradise. Is it Almost season time. six? I don't know. I think I think so. I don't really know either. I don't know. I don't know. Don't but care. But you're so excited. August the look 5th. On your face. I'm so excited. August 5th, Bachelor in Paradise. It is my favorite part of all Bachelor shows. Evan's going to love it. He doesn't really know much about it except for no my idea. excited words at, the, at our recordings for this, yes. but... So excited, and we got our initial paradise reveal of who's going to be on it. And I've, as I have told you, they do kind of sprinkle some surprise people yep. throughout that they don't release. Yep. But let's talk about the people they have released. Yeah, the cast was announced last night, and you're going to have to help interpret some of these for me. I will. I don't know who some <laughs> of these people are. All right. First, we have Annalise from Ari Season. Good, yes. bad? Annalise is cool. So Annalise, I actually thought on Ari Season was kind of annoying. She okay. was known for being afraid of a lot of things. Such as? Dogs and bumper cars. Okay. Yeah. Super weird. But on Paradise, you kind of fall for her a little bit because she just wanted to find love so bad, and she kind of tried with a few different people. Yep. And then finally seemed to found to find her, you know, prince or happy ending, and then he just totally, totally screwed her over. She was so upset. She was devastated. She was blindsided. It was a lot. So excited to see her again. I hope that she... Finds a little bit of a better human this time around. Also from RA season, Bibiana. Don't know who that is. Freaking love Bibiana. She's been on, she was on Winter Games. She was on Paradise last year. Yep, season five. So I only know this because I looked it up. I was going to say, why do you know that? But so she's been on quite a few different Bachelor-related shows. But Bibiana is kind of a spitfire. She's super cool, very likable. And I hope that this is a successful season for her. I like her. She's She's fun to watch. And I think her and Nicole are very similar. Um, so that'll be interesting to see oh, okay. their dynamic like too. Nicole yeah, I can see them striking season. up a friendship. They're very similar. Um, so there you have it. Nicole was one of them from last season. Yep, she sure was. Um, also on from last season is kind of Nicole's nemesis in a way. Yeah. Anyeka. Anyeka. I don't love that pick, but I think the dramatics are definitely going to be there, and I'm sure they'll fuel up some drama from before. Absolutely. Who knows, though, because sometimes people that battled it out on the actual season come to Paradise and become friends, so... You never know. Paradise is like a weird place. Happen. Um, also, we have Blake from Becca's season. I'm really excited about Blake. I think Blake, I think Blake's going to probably be like a star of Paradise. Is he, he the was, one that got his heart broken? Yes, he was Becca's mm-hmm. runner-up. He was just all in for her. So I think that I think Blake's going to be kind of a kind of a king of Paradise. I think he's going to get a lot of attention. He's a good guy, good-looking guy. So I think he'll do very well in Paradise. Yep. We have from Colton's season last year, Kaylin. Yeah, Hannah B's kind of. I don't know, Nemesis feels too strong, but they butted heads quite a bit, so that'll be that'll be interesting. I think she might feel a little slighted from not getting Bachelorette. I think that was definitely something she wanted. And her best friend is Cassie, who's with Colton, and then Hannah, who she didn't like, the Bachelorette. So I'm glad she's getting a shot. We'll see. We'll see how she does in in Paradise. Um, Next up, bringing his freestyle rap talents. Oh my god! A, B, 
C, he's back. Oh. Always be Cam. I'm already annoyed by it. I'm I, so over this. I don't even want him to be there because I just know it's going to be annoying. I have no faith that he's going to Don't they kind of vote enjoyable. people off the island, though? Yes and no. I mean, it basically, like, alternates weeks between boys or girls of who – boys – Boys and there girls, boys. who has the roses? And if it's like the girls who has the ro- who have the roses to give out, then there's more men. Yeah. Then we'll get roses. So it kind of depends on the week, but yeah, there's always people going home. Yep, we've got Chris from Emily's season, and also the first two seasons of Bachelor in Paradise. That is super far back. Um, that's a that's a kind of a random pick because they usually just kind of go off of the last, the most recent yeah. couple seasons. So. That's kind of an interesting one. I feel like he might be one of the odd men out, not really knowing any of these people. Yep. Clay from Becca's season. Yeah, Clay was cool. So Clay actually um, was in a relationship with someone else who was in Bachelor Nation, and her name was Angela, and she was on last season of Bachelor in Paradise and left not dating someone. And then right after Paradise ended, her and Clay were dating for a while. Yeah. So interested to see – Interested to see how Clay is in Paradise now. Yeah. I like Clay a lot, though. He's really cool. We've got Demi because, of course. It wouldn't even work without Demi. There would be so much outrage if Demi wasn't going to be on the season. She's made for Paradise. I hope she falls in love. I hope she's the star of the show. I can't wait. I don't even know. I I don't really see her falling in love with any of the people. Well, except for. To be fair, you don't know, like, any of the this guys. That's true, actually. So you're, you're I right. don't know that you can really say that yet. Yeah. Um, Derek from JoJo's season. So Derek, I feel like I I have to give you a little background yeah. to all these people. So Derek from JoJo season, Derek was actually on Bachelor in Paradise two years ago and ended up engaged from Bachelor in Paradise. He got okay. engaged on the live like after oh. the season. So what's he doing ending. back? Didn't work out. It did not work out. Shocker. Derek is super cool. Derek actually he was engaged to a girl named Taylor, and they clicked like day one, and okay. they were together the whole time of gotcha. Paradise. So Derek is super cool, very likable guy. So yeah. I'm sure he'll do well. Uh, Dylan from this season, kind of a spoiler, spoiler, but not really. I mean, I don't think any of us thought Dylan was going to win, but kind of a bummer that it's not even a little bit of a mystery now. Yeah. Um, Hannah G from Colton's season, who I think, Interesting. I think she'll kind of be the crown jewel of this whole thing. She, I think will get a lot of attention from the guys. I think she definitely will. I'm hoping that, you know, in, um, Colton's season, we didn't get to see a lot of Hannah G's personality, which is kind of prompting a lot of us to wonder why and how she actually stayed so long. The bloopers that she was in were great. Right. But that's exactly what I was going to say. The bloopers she was in were so good. So I kind of hope that maybe in Paradise, it's a little more of a relaxed environment. Maybe we actually get to see more of her personality. You know what? We saw her freestyle rap. At You're her right. Her and dinner. Cam. <laughs> her and Cam could have a mixtape Oh my out. God. I'm in for that. I don't it's know. It's kind of a redemption story for Cam. Yeah, people do, you know, Chris in last year's season, you didn't watch it, obviously, but yeah. Chris kind of went into it with a bad boy image. He left Becca's season on kind of bad terms, and he fell in love in Paradise with Crystal, who had kind of a bad reputation from her season, and they fell in love, and they got married this past weekend. Interesting. So congrats to Chris and Crystal. Speaking of Chris, is Chris Harrison at Bachelor Par- in Paradise? Are you serious? You don't? I, hey, I don't know. Yes, of course he okay, is. just making Chris sure. Harrison will be there in all of his beachy attire oh, and yes. wells who you don't know but he wells flip-flops and hawaiian <laughs> yeah. shirts it's gonna be great you're gonna love every second of yes. paradise chris harrison yes. but wells you don't know him but he was on previous seasons and he's the bar he's the official bartender of paradise he literally stands behind the bar makes him drinks he's kind of like the on the ground boots on the ground chris harrison for all oh. of them so wells is super cool wells and chris harrison are super funny together and everyone loves both of them so you'll like him 
We have uh, Jane from Colton Season, who honestly I don't remember. I have so no let's clue who that is. Her. I think she was a one, like a first night cut. Yeah. yeah. Whatevs. John Paul Jones. Oh, doesn't get much better than that. I, I would have rioted the streets <laughs> if JPJ did not get on this. I mean, it would have been it would have been weird. I think him and Demi are going to be the king yeah, and queen dream of scenario, paradise. Yeah, I think those two form a relationship and become the just our next Beyonce and Jay Z or I also Michelle just really want to see John Paul Jones because obviously he was funny and like the chicken nuggets and everything, but I want to see more of his personality and I don't think we got to a lot because he was kind of like the butt of the joke every week. He does so well in the background though. I know, but I want to know him more. I want to be his friend. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hang out. Too. I did too. Um, Katie from Colton season, who I really liked. You liked her more. I was a big fan. You liked her more than I. Okay, that's not fair. I did not like her. I guess I just was so annoyed with all of the drama everyone was causing because I loved Cassie and I was mad that Katie was trying to throw Cassie, but then they were kind of right. Kind of ended up happening. So I'm not gonna fault Katie. I'm not gonna fault Katie for that. Yeah. But Colton really liked Katie for a while, and she's mm-hmm. really she's friends with really Demi cool. Too. And yeah. Hannah B. And yeah, she is friends with Hannah. So I mean, I think Katie will be really good. She's very very beautiful. She seems really cool. Um, really nice. So I think yep. she'll probably do well. We've got Kevin from this season who was just let go. Not... Kevin's just kind of there for me. Like, Yeah, I don't really know what he's going to bring to the table. Maybe he'll be a surprise. Maybe he'll really be a surprise. Who knows? Could be. Sydney from Colton season who didn't get a lot of screen time no. or even dates. She made Colton it kind season. of far for not getting screen time though. Wasn't she like top seven or something? Uh, Roughly. I don't really. She's definitely top She's ten. She's in herself home though. She did send herself home because she was like she just didn't have that connection with him. She knew all the other girls had had a stronger connection. Yeah. She was an NBA dancer, I believe. Yes. So um, we've got Tasha from Colton Season, who I yes. think she's going to be a good president. She's I think she's very not really stoic is the word I want to use, but she's a very confident. She's kind of reminds me a little bit of Mike. Hmm. Just in the way that she handles herself. You seem to be a big Tasha fan. I think Tasha, first of all, is stunning. Like, I think oh, Tasha yeah. is absolutely sure. gorgeous. I think I didn't love her towards the end of Colton season because I felt like she got a little too wrapped up in some of the dramatics and some yeah. under the bus throwing. But, you know, everyone yeah. gets a second chance. I think she'll probably do really well yeah. in Paradise. Yeah. Um, and then, as you said, the bartender. That is Wells. This is Wills. Those are two different two people. Two different people? Yes. What? That's going to be so confusing. It is going to be really weird. So Wills was actually a guy on Becca's season. Okay. And Wills was amazing. Like, everyone freaking loved him. He yeah. was awesome. Everyone wanted him to just be on everything. He was on Paradise last year. And I think he went home, like, the first week. He really didn't do very well on Paradise. Didn't really find anyone right away. So yeah. this is Wills' season for redemption. I'm really excited for him. Not to be confused with Wells, Wills and Wells, two different people. Oh, boy. Get this ready. It's going to be confusing. August 5th, my world is about to change. So excited. I could not be more excited. We got to make sure we watch this, like, together. We have to watch have at to. least the premiere together because I want to do the side commentary and re-explain to you who all the people are when you ask who everyone is. Yeah. And I want to see your reactions. Yeah. It's going to be great. Um, so before we go, we do have a email question sent in to us from one of our beloved fans. Thank you so much. We sure do. We won't say your name, but you know who you are. <laughs> um, so her question to us was, which contestant, still in or eliminated, do you most relate to? And she put a very important caveat in here, <laughs> besides John Paul Jones. Which 
not super fair because everyone wants to be John Paul Jones. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think we're John Paul Jones. We're not that cool. No, no so. one is that cool. But okay, to be honest with you, I saw this question. Yeah, I thought about it. Took some time with it, and I also tried to think of it like who I would put myself as, and then who I would also put you as. Oh, okay. And weirdly enough, I don't know if you, I don't, do you have your name like written down? Like do you I have, have mine, who I think I am. And I, I kind of think you're sort of the same person. Okay. Too. That's what I was going to say. I wrote down who I think I am and who I think you are. And I wrote the exact same person. Cause to be truthful, I think we have a lot of similarities more than we probably even want to admit. Cam? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my okay. God. On, on three. Should we do it? Okay. What okay. if we're wrong? That's going to sound bad. It's going to be try stupid. Anyways. Okay. All right. One, two, three. Peter. Peter the pilot. <gasps> oh shit! Oh my god! Oh my, that is so weird. Here's why I put Peter for myself and ultimately for you because we're we're sort of the same in this regard. I think we're just nice, regular yeah, people. That's why I put it. We're not. We don't have the coolness of Tyler C. No. We don't have the psychoticness or the <laughs> pathological line of Luke P. I think we're both just trying to like be friends with everyone and not stir up any dramatics. Yeah. We're both just there to have a fun time. And we're here for Maybe the right make some friends. Reasons. Yeah, we're there for the right reasons. We're awesome. We're great. <laughs> Hannah loves us. Yes, Hannah's a <laughs> big fan of us. That's funny. I really don't see myself as anyone else. I kind Same. of, in terms of like personal appearance, I probably have close to Garrett hair almost. Garrett's hair is a little bit taller than yours. A little bit taller, but if I really work it, I can get up there. But close. I can see I can see it definitely being close. Yeah. But other than that, I I don't think I'm anyone else besides Peter the pilot. I don't think I don't think so either. I even thought like maybe Mike for you, maybe just because I know it's a huge compliment to you. Um I'm on Cloud Nine right now. Because Mike is like kind of with pretty quick on his feet with like the witty kind of one-liners and stuff, which as much as I hate to admit, you sometimes have funny things to say sometimes. But I think that Mike stirs shit up in a good way, but more than you do. So I think we're we're both Peter. I think he's a problem solver. He's definitely, I I agree. Yeah, I don't think In a roundabout way. He's an interesting way of problem solving. He's not in it for the drama. He's in it to get shit done. I agree. He's in it to tell the truth. And still paint himself in a good light, which is very impressive. Yeah. So we do want to hear more of your guys' questions. So, again, reach out to us on social or on email, um, Instagram and Twitter at BatchPleasePod. Or you can reach out to us via email, BatchPleasePod at gmail.com. Yes, please reach out. We want to hear your questions. Uh, and make sure, too, that you are rating and subscribing this podcast. Yes, please do. We're trying to get, get up in the charts. Get up in the charts. We still haven't cracked the top 100 yet. We're, we're working we're on gonna it. We're going to fucking get there. We're working on it. All right. So thanks again to Reality Steve for joining us today. Thank you, Allison, for just being here. Wow. I don't think I, I send you enough appreciation. Thank Evan, you. that's so nice. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. We so make yes, a great team of Peters. This is a total Peter the Pilot move for <laughs> both of us. That's you're right. You're right. All right. So thanks again to everyone previously mentioned, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.